Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. Welcome back, Immigrant Nation. As always, thank you for joining me every week, whenever or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Your support is much appreciated as always. As a weekly reminder, if you have not officially joined the Immigrant Nation, please go ahead and click that subscribe button however you're listening to this podcast. And additionally, you can also become a part of our community by visiting and following our social media platforms. Our username is at an immigrant's life. Actually, I don't even know if I should say at or just an immigrant's life. In any case, an immigrant's life, okay? And lastly, if you or someone you know is interested in appearing as a guest on our podcast, feel free to contact us through social media channels that I just mentioned, or you can send us an email at animmigrantslife at yahoo.com. Let's connect and let's tell your beautiful story. You know what's next. We're going to talk about the episode. Our guest this week is an extraordinary mom who also happens to be an amazing photographer. We sat down with her to delve into her creative process, her passion for photography, and how she uses her art to encapsulate the love and humanity she encounters. Prepare to be inspired, moved, and perhaps even shed a tear as we explore the power of persevering moments through photography. I love this conversation so much, and I know you will too. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is an amazing mom, an awesome photographer, the second coming of Annie Libovitz. Everyone, please welcome Aziza Yusupova. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so I'm getting red when, when you said that I'm a great photographer. You are. Yeah. I love your pieces, man. Like, <laughs> I, I first time I bumped into your Instagram account, I was like, these are cool pieces, man. Oh, so you know, the, uh, hi, everyone, first of all. Yes. Thank you, Aaron, for having me. Thank mm. you again for believing in my, in me and mm. in my English. So, uh, yeah, you you really uh, took me out from my comfort zone <laughs> to speak with uh, another person on the language, on my, not my native one. So, yeah, <laughs> so you can, about my Instagram, it's um, A-N-V-R-V-N, photography, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so if you will try, so I guess you will find it. And, uh, you know, when I first followed you, uh, I was thinking about like, oh, I can um, ask this person, maybe he wants to make a photo shoot because I'm always looking the, on the profile picture and I mm. said, oh, maybe I can make a better one. So I write you and then I, I understand that you're not in London, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was thinking that you're in London. Mm. I followed you uh, from the Camilla and I said, oh, 
maybe he's also living here. I will suggest him a photo shoot and make oh. him a better profile picture. But then I deleted it. Oh, oh. So. oh it's all good. Yeah. But but I appreciate the thought. Trust me, if I was in London, we're going to make that happen. Yeah, of course. So if you will be here and just let me know. I will Tell Camilla to get married and I'm coming. <laughs> Hopefully. By the way, for the listeners, the Camila is Camila Ekabeva Artinamti. I love her to death. Shout out. One of my favorite people I've ever met. Um, yeah, she's really great. She's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, enough of her. It's you time, right? No. Again, like I think I've said it before, but I want to say it again. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And um, why would you say your English is questionable? It's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, but I'm not like speaking it every day. Um, I'm for now. I have a kid, so most of them all my time are spending with the kids, and we are speaking like even not really good Russian. It's like a, a casual Russian, you know. <laughs> give me give me food or I'll wash my hands or so on. Like mm-hmm. I want apple or I want banana. Something like this. So I, it's not really often when I used to speak English a lot with uh, different people. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you're in London. How long have you been living in London? So we came at first, we came here in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived here for two years and then the COVID started and I got pregnant. So we was a bit, we were a bit scary to stay here. Like it was really a bit panic. I don't know if you had, but we like in a different country. We didn't know um, the doctors. We didn't know where we need to go. We'll have some this, uh, diseases that they mentioned. Like, uh, mm. So we decided to go back to our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it will be better. I will have my parents, my mom near me, yeah, our doctors. Mm. Even if they're not as good as here, but still we know how to talk with them. We, <laughs> we know where we need to go if something happens. Mm. So we went back and in, my husband came back to London in one year and me and my kids came back uh, in September last year. Okay. Are you guys resident? What, what's the status? For now, no, we have a visa. So, okay. uh, so I'm an independent visa and my husband is working here in, in his workplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in London. <laughs> you mentioned country. You mentioned earlier you're from Uzbekistan. So um, we are Uzbeks. Mm. We were born in Kyrgyzstan. Okay. But uh, at the age, like after school, uh, me and my family moved to Kazakhstan. So uh, I think we're immigrants. <laughs> I think it's our nationality. Yeah. Okay. So you were born in Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. Moved to Kazakhstan. Yeah. But... By blood, you're Uzbek, Uzbek. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why did? How did your family end up in Kyrgyzstan? So, I believe it was like I don't know the real story, but mm. my gra- grandfather already lived in Kyrgyzstan. So I think it happens like long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So Do you no identify as Uzbek? Or you identify like those three countries? So when people will ask me, where are you from? I will say from Kazakhstan. I don't know. I think because I spent there the most, uh, my 
you know, these ages when you're realizing more things, not yeah. the childhood, yeah? Mm. So, I think the Kazakhstan, the place where I become, when I had the chance to become a person, like to have my own opinion, when the country where I start to build myself, yeah? I said, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was it last year or two years ago? There was some fighting in Kazakhstan, uh, something with the oil. Were you there when that was happening? So there were uh, about the president, I guess. Mm. Uh, it was in uh, January, is it right? Yeah, yeah. So no, we were in Kyrg- Kyrgyzstan because it was uh, Christmas, like mm-hmm. New Year. We're not celebrating Christmas, but the New Year is. So we were there, and it starts like in the begin at the beginning of the January. So thanks God we stayed at Kyrgyzstan when it all happened. But we had part of our family there, and it was not really good. But you know, the thing that our family forced was another um, bad times in Kyrgyzstan. With um, it was uh, um, a revolution twice. Mm. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, that's why we moved to Kazakhstan. We were thinking maybe it's a more stable country to live, but they're also in revolution. So, <laughs> but isn't yeah, Kazakhstan so, like a rich country? Uh, yeah, not not really rich, no. But it's better than Kyrgyzstan. Hmm. Okay, but they're still so in fightings. It's like between two cities, Almaty and Bishkek. It's only uh, two hundred twenty kilometers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I guess, seven years. The Almaty is seven years. How to say? Like um, the capital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The city oh, okay. is better. The cleaners, the road is better. Everything is better in Almaty. So, Bishkek hmm. is still in the past. How old were you when you moved to London? Uh, so, today... Sorry. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> so, we, mo- we came here in 2018. Okay. It's okay so, if you don't want to tell your age. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. no, so I was like, no, I can't tell you. 26 years old. 26, yeah. okay. So, all your life, you live in, pretty much live in Kazakhstan. Yeah, yeah, the most part of mm-hmm. my life. Were you working in Kazakhstan? What kind of life did you have there? So, first, uh, I started to study there. Hmm. Uh, in the university, I start, I started business, but then I left it and I started to work with my dad. Mm, what kind of business? Uh, he had a shop. Uh, yeah, the right, the shop. Uh, it's about the interior shop, showroom. It's hmm. uh, um, wallpapers, uh, paint, carpets, and lots of this stuff if you want to uh, build a home. Decorate your house. Yeah, that's the greatest Okay, yeah. So you guys are doing well. So, yeah, I think it's good. Like, not really good because of the um, uh, situation with the uh, currency, the dollar, um, and yeah. our national currency always, like... Okay, yeah, it goes ups and down. It's unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. Mostly okay. up. Not that. <laughs> so, but I was... Um, uh, I wasn't on the big position. I was hmm. a seller. Yeah, yeah. So I was just filling the wall. <laughs> Come on, uh, Dad. <laughs> You're the owner. What's going no, on? No. I should be like the vice president, you know? 
No, 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 no. I, that's not about our parents. They, uh, my my dad believes that we need to start from the really, really beginning, like mm. from the, like from the, the floor. <laughs> you need to like right. sweeping the floor to like the oh, president. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, what it started with when we used to open the show. Um, so we are were cleaning there, you know, mm-hmm. the beginning. We didn't <laughs> ask anyone, so yeah, thank you. I love I'm it. Too. Yeah. So we talked about kids earlier. How old are you when you got married, and were you still working there when you got married? Uh, so we, uh, I was married at twenty-one. Yeah, young girl, twenty-one, and it's not young for our country. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, girl, you need to get married. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's sad story. Not, not really sad. I mean, that in our country, the mentality they pushing girls to get married earlier. It, mm-hmm. This is the sad story, not my marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope okay. you get it right. If you want, don't mind me asking. Did yeah. did you meet your husband as like a quote unquote the normal way, not like the family arrangement? So I'm the lucky one because I met him before. Mm. So we used to we used to know each other, and it was a secret one. <laughs> secret. Oh, I'm getting red because if my parents would know it, and they when they open it up, like oh. It's not good, so I had a um, conflict, you know. Mm, you had to hide yeah. it. So, yeah, so I have to hide it. But I was a lucky one um, because I told my little brother that, uh, you know, he wants to marry me, but my parents are angry at me that I used to, like, know him before. No, You know, it's, um, it's a mentality. Mm. And he go to my grandmother, my father's mom, Mm. And he told like this guy wants to marry my like Aziza like our sister your like uh, grandchild, and she just called my dad and said if he wants he they will like if they wants to marry mm. each other so why not <laughs> so I was the lucky one mm. so it's not like an arranged but it's almost kinda like the rest of my sisters. Uh, their marriage was arranged by our, by our parents. Mm. Did you, <laughs> when that was about to happen, you growing up, you knowing that, oh, it's about, that I'm getting to that age that I need to get married. Were you okay with it? Or you were like, I hope I don't have to do this. <laughs> for, for us, it's okay. You know, um, the, our parents teach us thought. So, the, the main purpose of the woman is to build a family. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you need to think only about the family. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you will focus only on the family. So as a person, you need to develop. So we had every, each of us. So I have, we are five in a family. We have four daughters and one son. And each of us had the opportunity to live abroad. To uh, study abroad, uh, for example, I used to be in London before. At the age of seventeen, I came here for the English courses. Uh, for my dad, it's really important uh, that we need to know English. 
So maybe that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> so yeah, the, each of my sister also used to study abroad. Um, my older one used to study in the Swiss, the hotel business, hotel and the restaurant business. Then the younger kids, they used to play professional tennis and they used to like... Who? Travel. So my brother and the little sister, it's a fourth and fifth kid. <laughs> They're professional tennis players? No, so they ended up <laughs> like it, but they used to train like the whole day because I think my parents dreamed them to be like a champion, mm -hmm. but then their health become like not really good. They had, they started to have a back pain oh, no. at their ages and it was like, I don't know, 16. Yeah. Yeah. So at that moment, so when my sister turns 18 someone came to marry her how to mm -hmm. say yeah yeah but people start to ask her like for their son and my dad said okay so your time <laughs> so your time to go and uh, build your own family so from mm -hmm. that time they stopped to play tennis but before they used to travel a lot so they went mm -hmm. to in our country central asian country they used to travel Vietnam, they start, so they trained there because it's the perfect country to train. It's not expensive as in Kazakhstan. So my little brother lived in Spain for six months. They, he used to travel, oh, he used to play there and train there. So for our parents, um, it's also important to give us, uh, to show us the world to build our, our own personality, but you still need to remember your roots and you still need to remember your main purpose, yeah? For the girls mm -hmm. and to build a family. So when my ages are, were coming, I, was, I wasn't really like nervous. I was okay, mm. <laughs> I'm okay. It's time to go. And you're lucky, like <laughs> you said, you met the husband before you cheated. Yeah. You had a cheat code there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you look for him and they're like oh by the way this guy <laughs> i hope no one will translate this part to my people <laughs> don't worry they won't oh, listen then they will <laughs> i will they... tell everyone that i will that you believe in my english and ask me to make a podcast <laughs> of course listen so, yeah. i told you my english is like i fake it you think you think i'm good i'm not even good man i'm okay uh, yeah, but, you're so you got married and then you have these two beautiful kids. Do you mind me asking if it's boy and girl or boy boy? It's girls. Yeah, you can ask. You only make girls? <laughs> it's not me, it's my husband. I only make boys. Oh, it's how how many you have? I have two. Well, two that I know of. You never know, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's somewhere somewhere, you know what I mean? No, I'm joking. <laughs> But no, I have one, two boys. So two beautiful kids. Now you guys are living in London. How are you get, making sure that they remember their roots? Um, so the, the question that everyone is asking us, they ask like, oh, do you want to stay in London or do you want to go back to your country? So for now, I feel that I want to stay here as much as we can. Um, but my husband is telling that he wants to go back uh, in five years 
when we will get ILR and or passport. So he wants to go back to our country. To live? And, uh, yeah, he wants to go back and live in our okay. country, in Kazakhstan. But, and everyone is like, and I'm telling him, no, I want to stay here as much as we can. Like, it could be like 10, 15 years or 20 years. For me, it's okay. For now. Mm. I'm not saying that I will feel the same in one or two years. We never know. Yeah. So they started to ask me, like, Do, don't you worry about your kids? Uh, because it's a different mentality and it's a different people and maybe they will not be like we are, yeah? Mm. So maybe they will forget where they came from and they will forget our traditions and so on. But you know, the thing is um, everything is coming from the family. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it's really important to show them our tradition to show them uh, what kind of people we are. For example, uh, most of my um, relatives worrying about the, uh, that they will become these hard teenagers. You <laughs> know, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you can. I think you can already understand how is um, how strict is in our country when mm -hmm. the girl even. Uh, can't know her husband before the marriage. Like, it's not good. It could be, and mostly it's already happening, but still our parents trying to hold us from this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how I will hold my daughters, it's not son. <laughs> like, even maybe harder than the son. And I said, no, I think they uh, take an example from us. Uh, it's the main thing main thing that I believe in. So, of course, they are getting a lot of information at school and maybe some of the information which we are not really appreciate. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> but still, I believe that if I will show them another world that because we are still keeping a talk with our parents and with our sisters and their cousins a lot, like really a lot, we are keep on talking, we're sharing the moments where, and I'm used to tell my daughter that, you know, um, this is right. And this is really, it's not bad, but it's not good for us. <laughs> mm -hmm. What I'm trying to be tolerant. And I, I don't want to make her like, uh, I don't know. In Russian, it says like a white bird, how to say it, <laughs> you know, when I don't want her to be really different from her friend. Mm, okay. But still. Yeah, yeah well, I, I think you're, yeah, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So, and so I believe that she will get more from the family. Yeah. I think uh, I have already the big example. I already told in my Instagram that the community is the best example. She lived here for, for the whole of her life. Actually, yeah, mm -hmm. and you can see how she, uh, how she close to her root, <laughs> mm -hmm. how she proud to be the Uzbek, how she loves her country, she loves her city, and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I hope that I will make it right. They will come back. They always come back. Like as long you put that seed in their head, like, hey, by the way, yeah. your English kids. 
but inside you got that Uzbek yeah. in you, you know, you got that flow of blood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? so how to, the, in our country they are saying like uh, the blood is not water. I don't know if it's right or not. Mm. I mean, Bl blood is thicker than water? I don't know, thicker means stronger. I yeah. think blood is stronger though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so no, they'll always come back. I've met so many people that they're culture kids that like, you know, it's either they were born in a different country and their parents are immigrants. They always come back, especially yeah. if the parents are, you know, like like you, like loving and showing that, hey, this is our culture. Never forget. And for me, it's like holding sand. You know, the more you grab the sand, yeah. it let go. Yeah. If you go loose, yeah, yeah, yeah. it go loose. You know what I mean? You just got to let yeah. them. Yeah, I think it's like about my dad. Uh so he never tied us. So he told us our tradition, our roles, and our rule. Yeah, our rules of our family. Mm -hmm. But he have never like know you. So it doesn't mean that we didn't have a phone. We we had everything that normal kids are having. Mm -hmm. But we are still we're okay. <laughs> I yeah, because so. you respect dad, you know, and dad yeah. was like. You know, you can always approach him and say, if there's a new idea, you, you're not afraid. Like, Dad, this is a new idea. What do you think about it? And since Dad is, like, cool with it. Yeah, he was, like, he he's really happening. He has uh, four brothers, so he's a five in the family. Mm. And I think he is, out of five, the only person who always wanted to move. So, first of all, he wanted to live in Canada. Canada. Mm. Trying to say. The greatest and country he, in the world, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he believed in it, like since I was seven years old, and until now I'm thirty. Yeah. Mm. So until till now, he believing that Canada is the greatest country to move in. Yeah. No, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to be a truck driver. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. That's so random. It, it was his dream. It was his dream, He's a really salesman. Cool. He's a businessman. To yeah, be a but he... I love it. <laughs> so we even did a group of uh, family photo for the relatives because he wanted to move there. I was mm. seven years or six year, years old. We have this photo and we made it, printed, and he gave to each of his brother, to his parents, and on mom's side gave to their mm. relatives because he thought that we will really move to Canada. But no. so he started his moving and moved to Kazakhstan. <laughs> then <laughs> the neighbors. <laughs> as long so as he could. What happened there? He, he, he wasn't accepted or what? No, no. I don't know their... Honestly, I don't know mm. the real reason because I was really small. Mm -hmm. uh, but I maybe in Kazakhstan there was an opportunity and he decided to move there and I also he is really close to his family to his yeah. brothers yeah they they cannot live without each other yeah so the our older uncle always teaching us the main one thing we are not cousins we are all brothers and sisters mm. like my dad told me that i don't have one dad i have five dads <laughs> yeah like, and he told like if you have today something to eat, it doesn't mean that I bought it. Like, we are 
buying this for you know yeah. Community. we are the one family yeah, yeah 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 i love that yeah I, w i was raised that way too like some of my uncles i call them dad yeah because they're Maybe pretty much like sometimes they're even doing more dads <laughs> being more dad than the actual <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you know because sometimes dad is busy <laughs> did you always want to be a mom yeah 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 you know now like um i started to think about my hobby more as a profession like mm. not really long time ago so it started in 2018 when we moved here and mm. so now i'm in a different country i have a kid and i cannot stay all day at home i need to speak to the people i want to <laughs> do something you know because i i feel myself so useless right yeah. that's not true because, like, you're a mom but so you know that the this thing the woman feels when she's staying all day at home and like your husband is going to work he has his own like work life he had some emotions like mm. he's bringing home food <laughs> like you know like money and so on and i was thinking okay what can i do what can i do and i'm the kind of person when it cannot just eat. I mm. always need to do something. My dad, he is like always laughing me and he always say like, wait, calm down. Like, wait, you just gave a birth, sit down. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> when I gave birth to the second uh, kid and I was like, okay, now I, what can I do? I will open the <laughs> shop. I will like uh, sell the cosmetics. <laughs> you know, I can do things I'm like, wait, wait, like your kid is one month. Mm -hmm. stay, be mom for now so in 2018 i started to think what can i do so first of all i bake the cake honey cake mm. i was thinking okay i will sell this one but then i was a bit scared because i didn't make this like as a business and just like uh put it instagram account put it like three six pictures and say and made an advertisement in the facebook russian people in london like this and i i faced so much haters haters yeah the real, because someone uh, start to tell me like i doing it in the right way uh we will send their how to sing um so i need to make a ip how to say if you want to open the business you mm -hmm. need to register yourself yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You try so they started to say i you're doing this illegally but Oh. Like, you know, I didn't sell even one <laughs> and I already was, uh, like, carried. Um, oh, so you're because, doing it like, personally and post it on yeah. Instagram just to, like, hey, by the way, I make cake. And people yeah. start telling, like, hey, by the way, you need to register for business. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I Bruh. was carried. It's like a foreign country. You never mm -hmm. know what will happen. And if all something happen, what what will I do? So I felt, like, not really a lot, like 10 cakes. I don't know. <laughs> Mm. That, but the cakes were perfect, I think, <laughs> because like people liked them and they came back. But then I closed it because I was scary about the other people. And at this moment, I understand that not everyone wishing you luck, you know, <laughs> some people not like you yet. And then I started to do in photography because I used to have a camera. I used mm. to do photography for my family. Um, so I've got the camera at, at the age of of 16 my parents gave me the present in and i used to save our memory 
like every family event, I was with the camera. And I was thinking, okay, maybe I can make pictures for the people. Hmm. So through that time, I started doing this. And it's like really, really slow. So slow because <laughs> of the kids and then again, again, getting pregnant. So I step by step, I started to doing this. But it was a lot of times when I just uh, thinking, okay, I will not... Um, I cannot like do it normally. I cannot earn a lot of money from this. And so I used to work as a waitress in a Chinese restaurant. Okay. <laughs> you know, we are not th this kind of family who needs really like money. I mean, we are not in a bad financial situation when you need to go and work as a waitress like the night. So I came home at 2 a.m. I don't know what is happening in my head, but I really wanted to do something. I really need to make my hands busy. So I go to the work at the Chinese restaurant and at that moment I understand how it's hard. It's so hard. So it's so hard. And I worked there for one month, but uh, I I didn't quit because of like, no, I don't want to work as a waitress because they put me already as an administrator uh, because my dad, as I used to tell you before, they teach us to do a lot of stuff. Like we are not this kind of, I don't know how to say like white hand people, you know? Yeah, oh, you mean like are, you guys are workers? Yeah, we are, we are working any work. If we will have, we will yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. Any of them. Mm -hmm. So they like this in me and I was really um good in hosting because in our uh, country the guest is uh, like the main person in your house so we're mm -hmm. doing everything for guests like if you will come to us we will give you the best food the best whatever we'll have we will give you the best mm -hmm. so they like this and they said like yeah we can make you an administrator but the one girl thanks to her it was tatiana she's from poland she said ah oh, sorry from Estonia, I believe. And she said, like, no, they will not uh, pay you uh, like you worth. And she took me to Preta Manger. Do you know? Do you have it in the Canada? No. What is it's it? like a coffee shop. Okay. It's like a coffee. So I used to work there hmm. for uh, like six or seven months. I was, a, first of all, I was a kitchen helper. And then I was a barista. And then I, they put it me on tills. And then my manager, he liked me a lot. And he asked me to learn everything. <laughs> he can manage like one day you will be a barista. One day you will help there. One day you will do there. Mm -hmm. so. Were you looking for yourself by doing those jobs? Or you just really wanted to do something? Yeah, I just really wanted to do something. I think uh, I stayed at home too long. Yeah. <laughs> So I just needed to go outside and mm. I really like the people that I met there. I still have a connect with them. It was from Portugal, from Brazil, um, from Poland again. And I really like these people. They are hard workers as well. Mm. So while you're working, the kids are in daycare or are they in school? So my husband helping me. So I didn't, my husband told like, if you want to work, I will not pay for the nursery because here in London, it's so expensive. It's like, it's so expensive. I don't know. 
so expensive. So I put my daughter for three days uh, in a week to the nursery and it was like 800 pounds per month. And um, Saturday and Sunday, I asked my husband to sit with her. So I, I used to work from 4 a.m. until uh, 2 p.m. Okay. So my husband used to take my daughter and put her in the nursery. I came home at 3 because it takes one hour to get me home. So I cleaned, cooked the cook. So I never forget to be a wife and the mom. <laughs> So I cleaned the home, cooked the food, and then I go took my daughter from the nursery, and that the the day is done, <laughs> the mm. whole day. So we used to like live like this for almost a year. Okay, are you still working or no? And no, now I'm doing only photography. I I wanted to work again, but uh, it's not mm, it's not as easy. So with one kid. It will, it were okay, but we still it's harder. So understand that maybe I need to put all of my attention, all of my energy in photography, so I mm. can develop here. It's like a freelance work. I know. I mean, your work is supreme. I love your work. It's not really perfect, but thank you. <laughs> it never, it will <laughs> never be perfect, right? Yeah. But yeah. you strive for that perfection anyway. Yeah, right? hopefully. Obviously, our mutual friend Camila, the one that you did with her, the black and white one, it is supreme. Yeah, I love the black and white. It's my favorite type of photography. Like if you, yeah, you will have this um, thing. If you want to show the emotion, make a black and white photo. Do you understand? Mm. If oh, you want to, <laughs> if you want to show the clothes, the place, do the color. But if you want to show the soul of the person, make a black and white. Oh, yeah, mm. like portrait. Yeah, I well, I dabble with photography as well. Not with portrait. I'm more of, well, recently because I'm lazy, I've been doing iPhone photography. <laughs> I know. Don't judge me. I do have the DLSR. <laughs> but girl, it's hard to log along like, you know, DLSR going to places. It's no. just big ass. For, Take you know? the easier one. Yeah, you, you know, it, now they have lots of the cameras for the uh, people like you who want just to uh, take a beautiful shot. They're like not uh, professional photographers, but they still they want to make beautiful photos. So you can find the small one, Canon R10, I guess. Hey. And it's not really expensive. <laughs> doing the advertisement for you. Sorry. <laughs> It's because of, I used to learn a lot of the cam about the cameras, and mm -hmm. that's why I'm an advice for you. No, I I know what you're talking about. I I have that, and I'm telling you, I have two DLSRs, one Nikon and one uh, Canon, but it's Are not you? expensive. It's like the Rebel, the Canon Rebel. This is good. It's just like I said, it's like I have to put the thing, take the picture. Ugh, I get crazy. I don't have time for this thing. I, so I just like bring my phone, take some pictures. Why are you judging me with my iPhone photography? I don't like it. <laughs> I know. I trust me. I don't believe it. I understand. It's not and as good. It doesn't go as depth. It doesn't give the details. Because my f camera is, is pretty old, a few years now. And the iPhone are still, you know, advanced. But every time I see a picture of, that I took with my DLSR, it's still better. It still pops. I don't know why, but 
like now a lot of people are doing a photo shoot on the iPhone, you know. And when I seeing this advertisement, and when I seeing them like, oh, the photo shoot on iPhone like will cost you like hundred pounds, and I'm like, I'm doing it for camera and even cheaper. <laughs> I'm like, no. You're ruining my business. No. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's, like, it's quality. You know, people always for they always go for the cheap ones. But then in the end, quality is quality. The Mona Lisa is yeah. not, it's one of the greatest painting of all time for a reason. Because it's, it's not like a person that just did one of these. Yeah. Scribbled. Yeah. It, it took time to, yeah, to, to work on it. You know, like with your portrait, I'm sure... It takes so much time for you to think of uh, an idea and apply it and edit it and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always thinking like what I used to think about like before Aziza, when you had a lot of time, when you didn't have a kid, when you didn't have like this family stuff, I had so many, so much free time and I didn't make and now when you have like a couple of hours in a day, you're trying to struggle, you know, mm. doing all this stuff, being mom, being a wife, now having your own hobby, like being a friend. Yeah. What did they say? Youth is wasted on the young. You know, it means, like you said, like you had so much time, you fooled around. Yeah. You know, in, instead of doing this thing that you like. But you can't, comp- you can't blame yourself. It's... Sometimes it's fear, right? And sometimes it's just, you're not ready yet. Yeah, maybe not ready. You know? The thing that my dad always keep on telling me that you need to be thankful for this thing that you have now. Mm -hmm. And only after this, you will have more. Like, if you will always blame, like, oh, it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not now, so... God will not give you more because you are not ready for more. Hundred percent. So for now, I'm trying always, and yeah, I'm okay. I have to keep. I have a family because the the most hardest thing for me is build a family. Yeah, I think for everyone. Yeah, Hells the family yeah, is like <laughs> being a parent yeah. is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. It's a constant stress. Always. You know, you never know. Like, am I doing the right thing, or am I just yeah. You know, <laughs> like, so uh, let's, let's I say, believe. sorry, it, let's say they say, mom, I want chocolate. And you said, no, is that the right thing? Or maybe in the future, they're going <laughs> to have addiction with chocolate. That's yeah. what parenting uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> but I think for men, it's easier for, than for the mom, <laughs> for the woman. No. Okay. Maybe I'm judging because of <laughs> <laughs> No. I think that's based. On, yes, uh, socially, women like are more hands-on, right? Like they're the ones who always be there. But I always, growing up, I always make sure that I'm gonna be the parent that I wanted to be. Not that my mom and my dad wasn't a good parent, but I was like, yeah, I want to be a good dad. I want to be, you know, like. And I always say, there's two things in this world I'm really good at: being a dad and being a podcaster. Those are the two things I'm really good at. Yeah, so you need to keep on doing this thing. I'm trying, I'm trying, you know. Going back to being a mom, and now you're raising English kids. How do you make sure that they don't forget their roots? You cannot be sure, I think, in this. Mm. 
no one can be like 100% sure that their kids will be a good person. <laughs> I hope they will be a good person yeah? because we are trying to raise them like a good ones. But never know, I think. But you know, I'm not like telling like if they will forget their rules, it will be fine. Like, nothing important. No, it's really important because even in our, I don't know if I can say, but in our religion, you need to know seven uh, generations. Yeah, this world is right. Like you need to know it, the seven generations before you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, you said religion. What religion are you? We are Muslim. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Muslim. Yeah. I think this one is this role creating because of uh, to not lose the next generation. So always bring them back to the roots. Okay. I see what you're Yeah, but like I always say like uh, that in Western culture, if you die, it will take probably two generations and no one will remember you. Like your sons or daughters and then your grandkids and then, then you die. After that, yeah, but maybe it's enough. <laughs> they won't they won't remember you unless you do you did something specific and noteworthy. So I think the thing that we need to do is keep on telling our kids about their our parents, about our grandparents and what they did for our family because they did a lot. We are living in another like world. We have so many opportunities. Still when we're like so many people in the world and you're like thinking everyone is doing this, but still you have lots of opportunities. You just need to start to do this, yeah? And they were raising our parents in a harder time, especially in our countries. Like uh, if there was post-Soviet Union, yeah. And when it was broken, like everything was really bad. So my grandfather used to sleep, do you know sauna? Sauna, sauna is like yeah, a yeah. spa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was an Iran, so he moved from the small village because there was no work. There was not nothing, yeah? And he used to move to the city and no one helped him. So he slept in the sauna when the, it was a public sauna. Then when it was closing, he illegally went he in the yeah, and slept on the floor because it was warm. Yeah, What a so legend. It, how he starts, yeah, and he starts to work. It was a really my grandparents from the both sides, from the moms and dad, they're like so hard worker, yeah. And just because of them, we, I am sitting here in London and talking to you. And the thing that my parents always reminds me, like, remember how it starts and that's why my father always said be thankful for the things you have and i the thing i want to teach my kids as well so all these lessons which my parents teach me i want to give to my kids because i want them uh to raise like a good person and i will not like put my eyes down someone will talk about them so i will like stay proudly like yeah that's my girl like if someone will tell yes she is so like you know good person never lying helpful and i say yes i'm proud of her like 
you don't need to make something great. No, okay. Live your life. Just, just don't lie to anyone. To me, like, be a normal person. You know, you need to know what is good and what is wrong, yeah? Mm, just be kind. Like, hey, be kind, yeah. yeah. Like, smile. <laughs> smile. <laughs> no, yeah. I like that too. Smile. What's your favorite part of being a mom? Uh, the things that I like. Motherhood, it's mm. like cuddling. Uh, I know this time, like the evenings, uh, when we spend all together, so we're putting some music, we have fun, we are dancing. I like this part. Mm. I don't know if I'm telling right you. For example, in my family, like with my, when I live with my parents before marriage, our best time was um, dinner. So we all together, everyone is sharing what's happening with them. We are like always. And still, when they have a dinner, they're calling, like we are doing this WhatsApp video call. <laughs> all of us, it's like a big call. Everyone is screaming, shouting. Like, no one understands what's happening. No one, no one understands. <laughs> Trust me. Um, in one moment, my dad like, okay, bye. <laughs> <He's> tired. <laughs> Yeah, and in our family, in my family now, with my husband and two, my kids, I like the evenings as well. I like mm. this time where when you're not worrying about anything, you're not worrying about your job and deadlines, <laughs> school and like other events that you need to deal with. And my, my husband is not thinking about his work. We are just singing. We are just listening for the music and uh, having fun. I like this time. And I hate morning. <laughs> That's the hard part. Mornings, yeah. So and bedtime. Start again. <laughs> no, no, yeah. For now, <laughs> later oh, it will be. It's never gonna stop. The bedtime is gonna be the same. <laughs> but okay, let's go back to your photography. Okay. Who influenced you to be in photography? You mentioned that your parents bought you a camera. Like, what made they? What made them buy you the camera? Because I always used to make photos on the phone. Mm. Uh, I we didn't have a normal phone until uh, so I was at the age of sorry I'm just trying to remember so it, I think we got the normal phone it was Nokia it was from my dad mm. um, 15 years old I guess mm. it was mm. like old but it had a camera mm. I mean uh, all of my friends like the latest model like you know these splashings like this yeah yeah, yeah. like this the flip and I had the, yeah and i had the big one <laughs> <laughs> but it had a camera <laughs> that's what matters what camera yeah. did they buy you it was a sony it it wasn't like a photography camera i think it was like mm. video camera because our parents used to do a lot of videos at that time yeah okay uh, they didn't pay a lot of attention to the photos, but we used to have a lot of the video of our mm, childhood. But they amazing. lost all of them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were thinking that this is a better for me. And for me, it's okay. Everything that taking the picture. So <laughs> I took it everywhere when I go, where, where I go, at school. And I don't know if we are going to any guests. It doesn't matter mom's side or dad's side. I will take it for with me. And I took a lot of videos of my grandparents when they were alive from the mom's side. And uh, yeah, it, it's like great memories. 
and I believe. So the main purpose of the photography for me, it's not, um, my motivation is not the money. It's not uh, being popular. I just want to save people at this moment. And I, I'm pretty sure that in one year on, okay, six months, they will see their photo and they will think, oh, I was so good at this time. <laughs> really, mm. I, I believe in it because it's really motivating me. We are seeing, looking at the, our grandparents' photos and we're like, wow, my grandmom, you are so pretty. Now she's still pretty. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> and you cannot even say that this is my grandma and it's like wow mm. like and they had all of this stuff they used to have this that time like they didn't have the decorative cosmetics or so on they have this dopey you know the ha uzbek hat like two braid vintage braids you know and like young and you cannot like just oh nice and put it down you're like looking at it for the time mm. is it really my my grandma and I believe that each person, so that's why I'm taking camera everywhere when I was in my family. I'm taking picture of everyone. And now I have the biggest bunk photos in the whole family. I can, oh, like my hard drives, I have a lot of them and I can open the older one and I can find the picture of my like nephew when he was just born and now he's 15. Mm. Like, and I will send to my sister and she's like, I even don't have like any of these pictures and I will remind you how cute he was before he got <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like that in the family too. I'm the one who, I'm the archivist. You know, who is me, I'm, I'm an archivist. Archivist is someone that saves all those memories, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. Okay. It's good to take pictures. It's good to remember, especially with your kids. When they're some, doing something cute or cool, like singing or whatever, does that sometimes tell you, like, how about put down the camera and just focus and just be there and enjoy the moment? I'm taking, but you know, I'm doing the moment while I'm taking the video. Yeah, because when I know I got your thing, what you want to tell me, mm -hmm. um, I was always thinking about this um but it more depends to the travelers for example when i'm traveling when i'm going somewhere when i'm with the friends or so on i'm not taking the camera honestly mm. yeah when i'm with friends i i i even don't have anything to post on my instagram like oh today i was like with this girl we were there we were there because i didn't took anything i'm just forgetting about my camera and i'm doing the person but if i'm telling about the, my kid yeah as you used to say so i have a lot of videos they're dancing they're like doing strange things yeah <laughs> like even not good things not pretty things but i'm always taking this on the video i don't know why for me it's okay i'm enjoying more i'm doing a lot of the films after each birthday, I'm doing the nice short film, how you were growing up. And I'm feeling even better <laughs> looking at this video. So the thing is that I'm, if it's about the kid, I'm enjoying the moment with my camera as well. But if I'm traveling or if I'm with friends, I'm not talking. So I am at the moment. 
Mm, so it, dep it depends on the situation and who you with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. One thing I have a problem with you though is you take pictures of mostly women. Where are the dudes? I, I don't know. They're not asking me. So <laughs> the thing is, what are you translating in your page? Uh, that so you're getting this kind of client. So mm. some guys used to write to me like, oh, "Can we make a photo shoot?" And I was okay. So I did one photo shoot for the. You know, Uzbek DJ, I don't know if you've seen, uh, the, in London, it was like cultural festival Okay. Uh, from Uzbekistan. Mm -hmm. And the Uzbek DJ, he's pretty young, 25 years old. So it started with a joke. And I was like, oh, uh, he's coming to us. Like, uh, I really wanted this, our like, you know, traditional bread. Um, you know, it's a, like round one. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. They are doing it. Yeah. So I really wanted it. I missed it. Our food. And I'm like, as a joke, I posted, maybe you can bring us, me some. <laughs> and and he it... replied to me. Yeah. Uh, he replied. And he like, he's like, what? What, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, if you will bring me some this our Uzbek bread. I will make the best photo shoot ever. <laughs> and he said, okay, he ordered like, I already ordered like 10 of them. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. So he was the first, like, um, I used to do it for my brothers and like, mm -hmm. for, but brothers were not counting because you yeah. know them. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like the first man. I just didn't post him yet, but okay. it was okay. So from, from now, I know that it will be okay. And he liked the pictures. So, so you so in the future, we're going to expect more men on the page? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They used to write me some men clients, but I don't know why. Maybe I'm a bit uh, like... No, well, for me, to be <laughs> honest, keep the women. Forget about the dudes. <laughs> the women are beautiful but... anyway. Forget about the dudes. How do you come up with the ideas? So it's uh, all about your, um, I don't know how to say in English. It's uh, all about what are you seeing mostly mm. in your like social media or in your Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm following a lot of photographers. Like I think most of, all of them, like 90% of my, of the people who I am following is a photographers or like art people yeah so when you taking so my so many beautiful things it's like in your head and when you're like walking you seeing you can already see i don't know how to express it but it's like inside you you know it just comes out yeah it just comes out mm -hmm. but it's not because of like it it is inside and it comes out because I'm taking inside a lot of the beautiful pictures in it. Mm, yes, 100%. Yeah. I, I do so, the same thing. It, it yeah, comes out. And, I'm being an artistic, you know? Yeah. And when you see, like, for me, like, every person is beautiful. Every. And no, in my I don't country, agree with this. No. <laughs> there, are some, there are some people like, oh, what happened here? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, but for me it is, and uh, 
I will tell you later the thing that I mentioned. Mm. So uh, if person is not um, sure in themselves, mm-hmm. uh, they're not sure in their beauty, just like give me 10 minutes, I will make a perfect portrait for you, the simplest one, and you will see how beautiful you are. Uh. So when I see the person, I already can say like, oh, she would be nice with the flowers or this person would be nice in the city with the buildings. Like, I don't know how it comes out. You just know. Just... Yeah, I think maybe I see it before and in my brain, it's like a folder with this type, with this type of people mm. who will be perfect on the, in, with the flowers and okay. like, oh, you will be nice. Yeah. On an average of a session, how many pictures do you take? Oh, uh, I can take a lot. Well, so average. The strength there last for the shoot, uh, but it was like a lot of people. It was a group of the girls, and mm. I took like two, like okay, one, one thousand five. One thousand. Oh, yeah, that's a it, lot. Yeah, and it it was a lot of the girls, and it was like seven of the girls, and I wanted to make a nice portrait for each of them. Okay. Because I I don't know I don't want someone like oh I just waited my time to be like, <laughs> a model. <laughs> yeah, I wanted everyone like were satisfied. Oh, is on that the, the one when they were lying down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire! I love no, that. You. That's so yeah. beautiful. I love the colors of the ikats and the yeah. beautiful ladies. Oh, great, great work, great idea. No, oh, thank you so much. And it's like. I am really happy that I had an opportunity to realize this idea. So I used to see in the Instagram, like, similar one, but I was like, oh, if we will make it in our uh, way, in our cultural way, Mm -hmm. would it be like the same perfect? And so, as we mentioned before, this great person, Camila, (laughs) I'm calling her like, Camila connecting people. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Have you had a person that approached you that for a project and you found out quickly that that person is hard to work with? I used to work with the people who is hard to work with. Mm. But I, I, the thing that I understand that it's not a problem in me. I, before I was burning out like straight away after the photo shoot, I was like, oh, you're not good enough. You're like doing the bad, not really good tips yet. Mm. Your photo shoot is like, how do you say the, uh, garbage? <laughs> <laughs> garbage, yes. Garbage, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I understand that it's not a problem in me. Mm. The main thing that I'm facing with, so, um, for example, one example, that when the person don't like themselves, uh, they know, so they're always trying to change. Some of them trying to keep their young, youth mm-hmm. they like they're pretty old they're like uh, 50 years old mm. and they're asking me and i'm not doing this i'm not retouching the deep your face because i don't want to change you like okay mm-hmm. i will I remove the scratch or maybe i don't know this red thing <laughs> on your nose yeah pimple pimple yeah. yeah yeah i can remove this one but i will not remove your thing Cross feet. Your ages. Yeah, I will mm. not do this. So mm. I used to give her like, and she's like, no, 
I'm like, yes, let's see. The photos were great, really. I loved them and mm -hmm. I posted them. And I, when I used to post them, I said, like, oh my God, this woman, she is like in these ages, but she looks so beautiful. Mm -hmm. She feels herself so young. It was the thing I was thinking about when I looked at the photos. Mm -hmm. And she, when she looked at this photo, at the same photos, she found it like, not good like no yeah but that's I a personal like problem that's her. so you see it so i understand that that the problem in the people not really in me okay of course uh, sometimes i can mess up the photo shoot but if i will mess it up i will come to people and say look uh it, it seems that it's a wrong place wrong time and wrong style of the photo shoot they do it again and i will not I will not get uh, any like payments from this. Mm, it's okay. Yeah. When yeah. when you're editing, when I, when is the time you tell yourself that okay, that's it, it's perfect. I don't need to retouch it anymore. Yeah, you're anymore. Uh, no, uh, it's not happening. You know, when <laughs> even when I'm giving the photos to the client. Oh, like the next day I'm opening. Oh no, it could be better. So I do it. But the client is okay. He's like, no, I like it. Thank you so much. And just because of I'm doing the deadlines for myself as well. Like I'm telling like, okay, five, three, five days for this, no more. And I'm sending it to, even now I have some photo shoots and my photo is ready, but I'm not sending it to the client because I'm like, no, if like tomorrow we'll see, I think it could be, it could be better. I think I can change something. So, yeah. So, but I will need to send it in like four days. So, <laughs> so if I will have one more day, I will still do it, do it, do it. And then when I will send, keep on improving something. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard as a creative, you know, like you will never end. You'll never finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I took the education, like uh, I took a coacher, what to say? A coach? Mm -hmm. A coach? Teacher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I took a teacher because uh, I want her to make more discipline for me. I mean, mm. for me, I, uh, I'm i doing lots of photo shoot, like for free because I want to make it. But uh, after a couple of them, I feel myself burning out, uh, you know, because I'm like giving a lot and mm. not getting a lot not mm. getting like, it's sometimes it happens some people are a bit different minded difficult to deal with yeah mm. so i took a teacher and i'm asking now for, for like uh, is it okay so they will ask me like this or what should i answer because i'm not i, I wasn't like uh studying for the photographer yeah i took a lot of the courses but i when i was uh talking them i was thinking about just myself mm. i wasn't thinking about that i will take a client and i will be paid for this job just because i want to understand my camera better and that's it yeah but now i took a teacher to help me uh to make this to make photography as my job you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah beautiful know the rules all day <laughs> yeah i know it's easy to make art it's like dealing with other people it's the problem. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, a challenge. So my problem is that. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, me too. 
Anyways, I think we're there. Let's close up with this question. Okay. Doing photography, what has it taught you that you can use it in life? And so, uh, as I said before, uh, it helped me to believe in myself and to understand myself better. Because before, I used to be this kind of person who is trying to do lots of good things for people, but forgetting about myself, hmm. you know? And photography opened my eye and he, this job, like not job, this hobby, maybe still hobby, uh, show me the different type of, type of people. And um, you never know what is inside the person, hmm. honestly. Yeah, to be honest with you. But you, my, the thing my father taught me, and if the person will have like 99 clothes, like minus, did they say it right? Mm. But only one advantage, like only one good thing. So you need to be blind for the 99 float, like for the 99 minuses. Fault, yeah. Fault, yeah. Mm. And be focused on this one <laughs> good thing. That So this thing that my parents teach me did a bit bad joke with me yeah. mm -hmm. because I am still keep on like thinking no he's still good no she's still good like no and but the people they're not like you and Lisa yeah they don't <laughs> so care the photography yeah they don't care yeah, so the photography is like opened my eyes and I understand what kind of people in this world could be like still it's a lot of the good persons really mm. I I meet a lot of the great people like really kind to me and like so on but there's like nine one percent <laughs> yeah it kills you <laughs> so uh, thanks for the photography for this like, i become like an adult <laughs> no yeah. more these uh, pink glasses on me <laughs> yeah it made you mature yeah thank you for this work <laughs> i will keep it on my mind uh, it's made me mature Mm -hmm. beautiful again Aziza thank you so much for coming on the podcast I really no, do appreciate I hope it will be re really good it is great what are you talking about yeah <laughs> thank you so much for having me thank you again yeah I really so happy to know you now mm -hmm. more <laughs> thank you amazing have a good evening you too have a good evening bye bye Again, Aziza, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.